Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the April 5th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some exciting stuff to talk about today. We do. We're going to talk about watching things and listening to things. Yes. Well, specifically reading things, but we'll get to that momentarily. Right. Let's talk about watching things first. What are we watching? Our house. Well, specifically, we're having something else watch our house. Right. For those that have followed the podcast for a while, you know that I got into the whole ring alarm setup. Quite so, a long time ago. Quite a long time ago. And it was due for an upgrade. And I got an email from Ring, and of course, it was about something totally different, but they said, look at this Ring Alarm Pro thing. So I bit. And we were discussing it over the past couple months of actually getting the new Ring Alarm Pro, which is basically the Ring Alarm product and a Eero router in one thing, in one solution. So in one box, you've got both things. And that's what appealed to me, was the having it in the one thing. It takes up less space, it's less of a footprint, it's less places you have to plug stuff in. I thought it kind of sounded cool. Right. So when I got this email, I clicked the link and I saved 60 bucks. Yay! But it gets even better than that, because I saved those 60 bucks. When I was logged into my Ring account, because I have this Ring service with monitoring and fire and all this other stuff, you get 10% off of your purchases through Ring, which dropped it down to 216 and then sales tax brought it back up to 234 which was still below the 239 saving the $60 off. So that was nice. So we pressed go on the thing and purchased the Ring Alarm Pro. And when we got it, we looked at it, and it was really, really cool because it was just, like Kim said, one box to rule them all. And it's a small box. It's not a big box. It's not the huge bulky routers of 10 years ago. If you haven't bought a new router in 10 years, number one, you probably should. <laughs> number two, they're small now. The only thing I didn't like about it, and I'll be honest, that it only has two Ethernet ports. True. One Ethernet port for your internet connection and the other Ethernet port for your other wired devices. But most of us don't have a household like ours. No, you don't. So what I have is a network switch, which allows you to turn that one port into 16 ports. So that worked out quite well because <laughs> I already had it. It was just a matter of running through the wires and doing this. Now, I must say that I moved from an Orbi router connected to fiber. Yeah, we have tested the Orbi router with an A-Lady speed test in the podcast previously. It was pretty cool. Yes, and that was years and years, years and years, and years, and years, and years ago. ago. Yeah. But anyway, so I was a little apprehensive about buying a router that I couldn't go to a web page to set up and configure. You do everything through apps on your phone. So before you purchase said products and turn off your internet, you want to make sure that you have these apps pre-installed or you're downloading them through cellular or what have you. But I must say that setting up the Ring Alarm itself was a very straightforward and seamless process. It said to me, you already have a Ring Alarm at this current location. Would you like to back it up and migrate your settings? So I said, yes, sign me up. So I did that. It told me every step of the way what I was doing. Then it launched me over to the Eero app, and it told me to plug in my internet. And this is where I was a little apprehensive 
because I took the wire from the Orbi, turned the Orbi off, put the wire in the arrow, and it said, what's your SSID name and your password? So I keyed in the original one that I was using for the Orbi and hit setup or whatever the next button was. And within five minutes or so, I was already receiving internet through the wireless. So all the Googles worked, all the Echoes worked, and you know things that weren't connected to the wire were working. But I must say within, I would say 10 minutes or so, this is not including me fishing wires through and trying to get that 16 port thing working. I must say I probably had it working in about 15 minutes. So what kind of apps are necessary to configure and install? The Ring app for the Ring Alarm Pro side of the router and the Aero app for the Aero side of the router. E-R-O? It's E-E-R-O, I do believe. Okay. The process went seamless. All of my old sensors were migrated over, and that was my biggest fear as well. What if some of these sensors didn't migrate over? It deregistered the sensors from the original Ring Alarm and it deregistered the ring alarm from my account, so that's no longer an option on the account. So it literally took over the old ring alarm. So the old ring alarm, we might be selling it in the not-too-distant future if anybody's interested in such a thing. Yeah, if you're interested, get in touch with us. Let us know you're interested, and you might get a new ring alarm. A new old ring alarm. Right. A new works, ring alarm. Right. It works well. Yeah. It was just For us, it was time for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And we think our internet is snappier as a result. We're quite happy. Exactly. But we haven't told you the best part about this new ring alarm. The keypad. The keypad is awesome. So the original keypad, I never really liked it, but I dealt with it. It didn't have a nub on the 5. The 5 was kind of concave. And on the right side of the keypad, there was a ring, hence the name, ring, which had in the right-hand side of the ring was a setting at the lower portion of the ring was another setting, and at the left portion of the ring was another setting. So if you wanted to disarm it, you type in your code of 1234, and then you hit the bottom portion of the circle, and it would disarm the alarm. Very tactile, very usable. However, they've made the new ring alarm keypad, or the second generation ring alarm keypad, a much nicer experience. You have a regular keypad, then above that, you have disarm, home, and away. So when you hit away, it starts to talk to you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go get it. And through the magic of editing, he has returned. We're going to show you what this is all about. So if I type in my code and know it's not 1234. Definitely not. Please don't do that for your code. And then I can hit the middle button above two. Whoops, or not, because I just messed up. Okay, so how do you fix a mix-up like that? You just wait a couple seconds, and then you go. Home and armed. So we just armed our house. So we put it in home mode, which means you can walk around your house. All the perimeters are protected, windows, doors, however many contacts you have. Now, the nice thing about it is there's a space between the one, two, and three, and those three buttons at the top. So I'm going to disarm it. Disarmed. Disarm is above one. one. So now we're going to put it in away mode. This is if you were leaving the house. And this is above three. It's above three. Exit delay started. 
We'll show you this for just a second. So by now, you're walking out your house, you're closing your door, you're getting your lift to your Uber or whatever, you're walking to work, whatever you're doing. And this is saying, you better get away from these cameras soon because if the camera sees you wiggle, the alarm's going to go off. Well, it's the motion sensor that sees you wiggle. It's not the cameras outside or mm -hmm. cameras inside. It's the motion detection. So she's going to warn you here in a second. 30 seconds remaining. There she is. That's new. That's not on the old system. So we're going to let it go ahead and finish, and then we'll show you what to do when we come home. <laughs> so you get these little warning things. As Chris said, there's a lot of space between your keys. There's a really prominent nib on the 5 now, so you can really orient. And there's even more good news that we'll get to in a second. See how those tones are getting faster? Away and armed. Away and armed. So if we went out in the hall right now, bad things would happen. Yes, because uh, the motion sensors are set to immediately trip. So if one of us was to walk into it, we would hear an awful sound. <laughs> but what would happen is when you come home, those sounds that you heard would alert you to the fact that you have to disarm your alarm. And I think it speaks and says, entry delay started. And it's going to play those same sounds that you just heard. Unfortunately, we can't simulate that. But that's okay. Yeah, we can't show you the disarm, though, again. So we're going to go. Disarmed. And there you go. And if you hear my watch just dinged, and I got a notification that says... There you go. So basically, it said that it was disarmed by the keypad and who did it. Now, this goes back to our conversations of previous recent podcasts about tracking. Let's say, and this actually happened when Chris was in Orlando, he was watching me go in and out of the house at like 6 in the morning. And he called me and he said, what are you doing? Is everything cool? Because he was watching the alarm get disarmed and then armed again. And then I think I disarmed it again to go do something else or something. I'm like, no, I'm just checking the mail and doing this and that and the next thing. It's all cool. But that's just how these do-it-yourself things work. Now, you don't need to use the keypad. You can arm and disarm your, with your alarm phone. with your phone from thousands of miles away should you wish to mm -hmm. or if you have an a-lady device you can't disarm it well technically yes you can but what you would have to do is set up a four-digit code that you're going to be speaking so i always encourage people unless you don't have any other choice to not use that feature because if you're walking around and you're disarming your alarm and you have your windows open and you have neighbors and your neighbors can hear you say your code is one two three four now they can walk up to your house, yell through your window, hey, friend, turn off the alarm and the code, blah, blah, blah. And now they just gained access to your house. Mm, so you got to be careful, for sure. There's another cool aspect, though, to this keypad that we want to mention. There are some concave keys in little rings. Yes. On the left-hand side of the keypad. Right. And you've got police, fire, medical, and a ring. It's basically a light. So the three buttons are concave. They're very, very tactile. It's very, very tactile. Nice keypad. When I handed it to Kim the other day, she was playing around with it and immediately was able to arm and disarm the alarm without having to find that little concave number five and do all this other stuff. 
Yeah, it was kind of tricky for me initially because, number one, I've never used the ring system before. And number two, this is just a way more intuitive way to do it. It's just much, much nicer. In fact, we got a second keypad for that reason. Right. We got one for the front door, one for the back door. We're considering actually getting one for upstairs. So they really are that nice. Now, they're 50 bucks a piece, so they do cost a little bit, but they're insurance. If I'm upstairs and somebody starts breaking into the house or what have you, I can immediately Panic call police. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call the police, call the fire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or if one of us falls down the stairs or something, you immediately have access to grab a keypad and hit police or fire or medical, whatever mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. As long it's as you really cr- good insurance. As as you can you crawl can there. Crawl there. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just do a one tap. And I'm sure, and I'm not going to try it. No. But I'm sure it's a press and hold. I'm sure it's not just a press. You probably have to press it for two seconds or something in order to make it happen. They don't want you to hit it by mistake, brush your arm up against it. And that's also why the keys are concave, mm-hmm. because you really can't. I'm taking my thumb, and I'm rubbing my thumb over the buttons right now, and I couldn't do anything with them. The other buttons I probably could press by rubbing my thumb across them. So that's just something to keep in mind with you know any security system. And the, the nice thing, too, is when you get a new security system and you get monitoring, what most companies, if not all companies, do is they'll put your alarm into a practice mode, which means that for, let's say, seven days or so, you can set your alarm off as many times as possible because they expect that you don't live with an alarm. You've never lived with an alarm before. So it gives you that freedom to run through the system and set it off should you wish. Absolutely. The other thing to let y'all know about, if you're new to the ring alarm as well, is monitoring is not what monitoring used to be. You get more monitoring for less money. So, yes, some things do decrease in price. A lot of these do-it-yourself alarms. Google has one. Ring has one. Wise has one. You know, some of these, the alarms that I used to have 20 years ago, you were paying 40 or $50 a month for the privilege of monitoring, which I always thought was kind of a waste, quite frankly, to pay for something that, Hopefully, you're never going to need, but $50 a month was quite a bit of money to put away. Now, it's like 10 or 20 which isn't bad. And as with so much other stuff, thankfully, accessibility has improved so much. Just proof with this new Ring system. I remember when I got my first alarm. It was in a Demco, and there was no speech on it. You come in the house, you hear it, play its little chimes, you disarm it, everybody's on their merry way. There was no speech on it until one day an ADT rep came to the house. I forget why. It doesn't really matter. But he said, you know, there's a speech module for this. I says, is there? And he says, yeah. He says that it tied in with your phone system. So it was a module that they could come and install. And I can't remember if I paid for it or if ADT gave it to me. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. But what it did was it turned this inaccessible alarm into a talking alarm. They had to put a siren in, and it would tell you when the doors were open and things like that. And it would tell you, it would read the status when you disarmed the alarm, tell you, you know, that it did work. But one of the cooler things that it did, and this is probably something that the future of cellular phones and stuff like that would come into play with being able to disarm your alarm, you know, from away but what this did is you'd pick up the phone you'd hit like pound 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 or something and you'd be in the alarm interface and the alarm was talking to you and this was a hardwired landline phone and you would type in your do whatever you need to do with the alarm and you could deal with the alarm that way so if you were anywhere in your house that had a phone 
you were anywhere in the house that had a keypad, which was kind of cool. Yeah, and of course now you have your cell phone. Right. Sometimes, though, and the reason we're debating on getting a keypad for upstairs is that if something is really happening, are you going to panic and not be able to use your phone, your cell phone, to do that kind of stuff? Is your hand shaking? Can you not hit the keypad? Did something just really scare the hell out of you and you're really just freaking out? Your iPhone may not be the best bet under those circumstances. Right. So it's better to be safe than sorry. So that's one of our cool new toys. But... We got another new toy. <laughs> we have another new toy. And we've been about to jump out of our skin waiting to open it. We were really excited. Yes. So in so the last... there's a story to tell you about it. There first. is. Yes. In the last podcast, we were shopping around... Well, actually, we are talking about our CSUN adventures. And the things that we shopped around for. Right. Well, not intentionally shopped around, but you know how these things go if you've been to conventions. When you go to a convention... <laughs> you come home and you want to buy like half the convention. Right. So we talked about this lyric... Last week. L-Y-R-I-Q. Yes. And we'll have a link to it in the show notes. But what it is, it's a scanning and reading machine. It uses a camera instead of a scanner. And from what we saw, at least in our opinion, it was a very simplistic thing. But what we liked about it was it's also a very efficient thing. So you're thinking, okay, y'all use your iPhones, you use Android, you use Fire, you have all these apps. Why the heck are you buying a read and scan device? Because it's fast, and because it has a camera on top, and because it's accurate. I have never owned a scanning device with a camera on top before. It might have always been flatbed scanners with software. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this concept is you can read a book without killing and breaking the spine of your book. Same thing with magazine reading. So I am really excited to try this out. So what it is, is it's a scanner, it's a reading machine, and it's not complex. You can save only four documents to it, and they're connected to the arrows in some way, shape, or form. We should really probably read more about this thing before we unbox it, but we're too excited. We're too excited. And the other thing that we found out, too, is let's say you want to do batch scanning and you want to save it. You connect your thumb drive to it, and it's smart enough to put it in batch scanning mode, and you just it just takes your picture, you move on, takes your picture, move on, takes your picture. When you're done, it will then do the whole batch scanning thing and then tell you to remove your thumb drive. And it saves it as text and as audio for you. And I even think it saves the pictures as well. That's cool. If you needed them. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this in our... We have this box. Yes, we do. We've been waiting to open this box. We're very excited. We assume it is a box within a box. I would guess so. It's not a huge box. It's probably, I don't know, what do you think? Maybe 18 inches across, if that? Probably. No bigger. No. All right. Let me see what we can do. What have we got here? We've got tape. Tape, tape, tape. And we got plenty of tape. You got scissors? I did. I don't know where I put them. Who knows? Where did I put them? Oh, here they are. They're right in front of my face. <laughs> okay. Let's see. We're going to take the struggling out. Yes. They didn't want you to get into this. They don't want the mail person to get in. They didn't they didn't fall apart in transit. Yeah, we bought, we bought it from a nice company in California. California. 
that gave us the demonstration. And of course, we couldn't remember who they were. I had to go to the CSUN archive website and, and find them. And find them. And I want to make a correction. The last podcast, we said we saw this at the Dream Vision booth. We saw it at the Dream Vision booth because they were kind of hanging out with these people that had this later. Yeah, we didn't know this. And they were sharing a booth. And. So we saw it twice. Woo! We did. From the same place. From the same place. And didn't realize it. <laughs> That's the beauty of wandering around CSUN, not knowing what you're doing. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, let's see. Is you are cardboard? It's a box of the family. Oh, look here. Look what they did. Look, we have some foam. We have some packing peanuts. We're gonna. This is actually the product box here. They really did a they good really job. They really did a great job packing it. Let's see. Let's see if this is all taped. Um, here this one open. Oh, be careful. This box. Let's see. Maybe there's a thing on the front. Ah, yes. Put it down. Lay it flat. I found the front. And let's open it up. Okay, we have... we have. Oh, we have materials we have to materials actually scan. that we can scan. We have more foam on top. Here, you can hold the materials. We have a nice big foam thing on the top. And then we have our device down here. So, let's... Figure out how to get it out. Well, let's there see. we go. Right here, perhaps. Or I can lift it up a little with the... There we go. There. I got it. Okay, so let me tell you all about this. It's kind of circular, but not really. It's kind of a, a squarish, more of a square with some rounded corners. It's probably a foot across, and there's a camera. I'm going to take its bag off because there's a bag over the device. So I don't crinkle while I talk. It's got. I'm going to lay that in the box. It's got nice little feet on the bottom to keep it sturdy. It's got a hinge. And on top it's got several tactile buttons. A set that looks like a cursor cross with a round button in the middle with really tactile arrows. And then under that it's got one, two, three round buttons, kind of in a diagonal. And then a button with a horizontal line and a button with a vertical line. And that looks like all the buttons. I'll pass this over to Chris so he can take a peek. Look at this. This came with it. Oh, here's the keypad. That's ma oh. oh, did you find it? Yes, it was here. It's There's right a here. keypad. Look. Ooh, that magnetizes to it. It has the same exact keys. Really cool. Those are the keys that you were talking about. That's right on the top. Uh huh. Oh, that is the keypad. Yes. Oh, okay. And it charges via this little via micro, this micro USB, USB. USB -C it's USB-C. It's USB-C. Yes. I just popped the so plug in So that's how that charges the keypad. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's very nice. Okay. And so if you didn't have a keypad, how were you supposed to operate it? There are little buttons here on the front. Look. I didn't see those. Let me see those. There's right here and right there. Oh, two. Literally There's a couple, There's two? A couple more oh, on really? this side, too. Let's see. There are two arrows. There's there, a left and a right. And there then might be over more. here, there's a triangle kind of pointing to the left. So those are at least three on the unit itself. Right. And if you pull up the unit, there's your, there's camera. your camera. And here's your flatbed. Flatbed. It is mm -hmm. the most easiest thing. I mean, it's so nice looking. So nice looking. Yes. Really nice. So. Do you plug it into a wall? Yes, you can. 
But you don't have to? It runs on battery, too. So let's see how much charge it has. So we don't have to plug it in. Does it have a wall plug in here? It does. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see it. Oh, there's stuff on the sides, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I see yes. the plug. On the side, you've got two, look like arrow keys, and then you've got a USB for the thumb drive, mm -hmm. and then you've got a, I think there's a HDMI port, but I think that's just for servicing. Wait, where's the HDMI port? It's one of those Oh, two. it's one of these two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I saw these buttons before, unless there are two very similar looking arrow keys elsewhere. There's, there's oh, here's your headphone jack. There's your headphone jack and another button right here. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's that's for your power supply. Okay, one's a headphone, one's power. There's your there's your headphone right there. Yeah. So you're got a headphone, a button, and a power jack. Yeah. No. And you can tell which way it faces because obviously you want the the flatbed to face you. Right. So now I have to figure out how to turn this thing on. Okay, so let me guess. Let me guess. I think that it's one of these single buttons sitting here by itself, and I would guess. Had I had to guess, that it's, it's this button right here on the side. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try and press it. Oop. Does it press? Yes, it does. There you go. Beep. It's coming up. I was right. So it's on the left-hand side. It's running out of battery, and we're going to move the microphone there. So this is how it boots. Takes a few seconds to boot up. Don't worry, it doesn't do this all day. No. It might even be... Please place your document. And listen to that. Well, okay. we happen to have a document. We do. We have Let's see what this says. <laughs> I did nothing but place it on the Three. Table. Wait about 30 seconds for the prompt to place your document. Four. Place the document on Lyric Base face up. Gosh. Let's flip it over. <laughs> please, please, your place your please place your document. Oh, and you lifted it up. Yep. And it was telling you. Please place, place your document. document. Here we go. Here it goes. Picture. Text not found. No text there. No text so, there. So please probably place your please you place your document. Way, Lyric quick start guide. Look One. Fast. Lift camera arm. Two, press and hold the power button until you hear lyric beep. Three, wait about 30 seconds for the prompt to oh, place your document. End of text. So that's cool. Please place your document. Okay, we have a circular here. God knows where. And it's not Please all going to fit document. on the document. I don't know which way to place it. Let's just try <laughs> placing it this way. 12-pack cans. Ruby Red K-O-L-S-C-H Digital Rebate. WME supplies last. Beer. AE Crane. Six pack bottles. Six pack. Buy. One. Labat Blue or Blue LT 30 pack. Try. One. Labat what I like about 12 this thing PK cans for only like $1. Did you please place your document? <laughs> and it stops. <laughs> it stops. And then you put the paper. I flipped it. So we'll see. I don't know what that means. I don't either. It might mean battery low, or it might be just a lot of text. Let's find out. AA Halberdine D I L R E's Reable and Sirat S E. Huh. Well, There's casement awnings. 
XPPES free at home estimate in Dow's stop by our showroom, charting at installed 99% okay. of stuff. Please place your document. This is one of those flyers that you get in the mail. It's one of those big newspaper type circulars. So it's, it's probably large. not the greatest thing, but it did a really good job. It did a great job, actually. I've got something smaller here. Okay. Well, I'm going to try. Let's stick it on. Pizza, eel pickle pizza must, ice W, FSNO, 192-34, W gluten-free crust, personal pizzas, choose from broccoli cheese or cauliflower crust, not to be used with any other offers and or combos, 692-3632 expires July 31st, 2022, $1 off stuffed hot peppers not to be used with any other offers and I or listen, combos, how please place your document. Now I'm going to turn it around. I love that. I love it. I love it. Boom. Buy one. Get one free any alcoholic. Beverage must show ID and be 21 plus not to be used with any other offers in our combos. 692-3632 expires July 31st, 2022. Any. Large pizza triodo pickle pizza a must. Not to be used with any other offers in our combos. 692-3632 expires like July 31st, 2022. Yeah, right. $1.50. New gluten-free crust. Personal pizzas. Choose for Felici. Please place your document. You get the idea. I'm going to put this over there with that circular because we now know what it is. We can throw it away. We can throw it away because, you know. But let's see what this other thing is that came with it. Okay. User Manual, Reverend 1.30, LLC, end of text. Is it Please you place your document. I'm going, I'm going to change the orientation of it. Let's see. Eric Reader, User Manual, Reverend 1.30, LLC, end of text. That's, That's probably just the all top page. Please yeah. place your document. I just love but you know what it is. how you remove it. And it stops talking. I want to see if it'll read me this. It's a little bitty. It's a, It's actually a... I don't know if it's typed or anything, so it might not read me this. It's a little bitty label on a bag. I'm just going to stick it on the scanner and see. Oh, i got to turn it the other way, Kim. I don't think it's going to see it. you got to push it up against this edge here. Please place your document. I don't think it's going to see it. Yeah, I think it's too small. It's too small. It's too small, but... Plus, it's got you got other stuff in here. I have other stuff in it, but... Let's see. If I hold it down flat like that... And show it up against the edge. Nope. No. It's not going to work for something like that. But Please place your document. The scan quality. Let's see what this is. I have a little something here. Let's see if it reads this. There we go. Please place your document. Might be, again, might be too small. It's too small. Too small. I don't think this is meant for these little things. Well, maybe you put I was going to say, put it, put it towards the, the center way. here. Yeah. Not sure nope. it sees it. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a little rectangular note sized, like post it Please note Please place your document. It's not reading that. It's really cool to see what it's doing. I'm going to actually look at some of these buttons now that we have this thing open. Let's see. Here's the remote. Actually, hang on. I want to try these rectangles on the side because I suspect. Speech speed decreased. Speech speed increased. Speech speed increased. This is for speech. Speech speed decreased. So if I press and hold it. Speech speed decreased. Nope. Speech speed increased. It's strictly for speech. So, those are the arrows on the right-hand side of the device. Are there any other buttons here? There's ones is on there the front. Please, please place Oop. your document. They're on the front edge. Please place your edge. document. 
Where are they? Right here. Three Irlo, LLC. Do it again. Reverend. It's reading. User manual. Backwards. Yep. Eric Reader. Top of page. Now how the heck do you go down the page, I wonder? You go the other way. Top of page. Top of page. Top of page. Top of page. There's two of them here. Top of page. Top of page. Oh, wait. Hold yeah, on. see? Top of page. Hang on, hang on. I think I found it. Eric Reader. Yes, the it's on this manual. side. Okay. Reverend 1.3 so literally LLC. Have, End of text. have buttons here on the front of the scanner that will move you left or right. 3 Irlo. LLC. Reverend. 1.3 Irlo. LLC. End of text. Left and right to read your text. I thought these on the side would change your volume, not your speech. I wonder if there's something... I think there's a volume slider somewhere. Is there a slider yes. somewhere? Yes. Let me see. Make it, it, make it speak. Yes. Uh, let's see. Speech speed increase. Yep. Ah. Speech speed decreased. It's right here. Speech speed increased. That's the high volume. Yep. You can turn it all the way to mute, essentially, all the way to the bottom. So it's on the very front edge. Speech speed decreased. Speech speed increased. Let's see how fast speed, we can. Speed, speed increased. Speech, speech speed increased. Speech speed increased. Speech speed increased. Well, that's, that's about, about as fast. Speech speed, speech speed decreased. 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 So it goes, you know, I just made it a little slower, but yeah. Let's see. By sentence. By paragraph. Oh. By character. How'd you do that? I'm using the keypad. By paragraph. By sentence. So if you look on the keypad, the keypad is an external option, but I think it was included in ours. At least the package was included in ours. We were going to get it anyway. But you've got up, down, left, and right arrow keys. So if I go like this. By paragraph. That's the up arrow. By character. By word. By sentence. By paragraph. If I go down. By sentence. By word. By character. By paragraph. If I hit the right. User manual. Eric Reader. Top of page. So that's User what manual. these that I was just talking about on the, on the front, mm, face. front face. There's a kind of a one pointing to the right. Well, they don't really point. They have one has. Ah, I get it. One has an arrow on it to the left and one has two vertical markings on it. So the one on the right has vertical markings. The one on the left has. Eric Reader. Top of page. An arrow. Yep. So you can tell them apart. So now you've got the. Eric Reader, user manual, Reverend 1.3 Irlo, LLC. The little button in the middle of the arrow keys Seems to read all the text. reads the entire thing to you. And then you've got on the top, and of course, we didn't do our homework, so this is probably going to be the entire podcast. But we've got a group of buttons, two buttons, then a round button, and I think the round button is help, and then you've got two more buttons. See if you could describe what these are. Let's see, on the top. Well, on the top we have the button that I was talking about earlier that has a horizontal line on it. It's kind of a square. See what it does. Doesn't appear to do anything. Don't know what it's supposed to do. Okay. Nor do I know what the one on the right is supposed to do. In the middle we have three round buttons. The one on the top closer to being between the two buttons we just talked about. Hmm. And then the other two... Capital L, capital L, capital C. Oh, it's trying to spell the word. Voice is set to English. Samantha. La voz está configurada para español. Angelica. So there's Angelica. Voice is set to English. Nathan. Voice is set to English. Samantha. So we have Samantha, Angelica, and Nathan. I think we're going to keep it at Nathan. I think we are too. La voz está configurada. Voice is set to English. Nathan. 
I don't know what these other two are supposed to do because they don't. Appear. There is that help button. Where is it? I think it's. Unless right you have to here. press and hold it. I think it's this one. That's the one I was pressing. So let's press and hold it, maybe. Huh. I thought no, there was a help button on the remote. Anything. Let me see. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to play with this and get back to you. But I thought there was a help, like a help mode or something. Maybe you press. My character. In order to read one of four. Oh, okay. So here's the button. It is. Can please place your document. It's this button here. You press and hold it, and then you touch. Which one, the round key. one or this other? This one? This round one right here, where this finger is. That one. This one. Mhm. Mm so the. Wait a minute. You've got this turned weird. I do. Which was the top? Which is the top? The top is the con the rounder edge. Okay, so it's the one. It's the thinner edge. How did you get that to work? Press and hold, and then tap any other key. My word. Let me see. Mm -mm. Do. Lyric allows you to easily read any printed text. Place any reading material on the reading surface. Here's the button that you have to press and hold. You have to hold it while you're getting held? Yes. Seems kind of strange. You hold it, and then you tap a key, and it tells you. Read it when pause resume button is pressed. Lyric will pause reading. When it is pressed again, Lyric will resume reading. Okay, so that's the one in the middle of the cursor cross. Let's do the one to the left of this help button. I'm going to press and hold help. When spell button is pressed, Lyric... When spell button is pressed, Lyric will pause reading and spell the last word. Okay. When to the other button, the other round button to the right. When voice button is pressed, Lyric will change the voice or language. In order to read one of four saved documents, press and hold recall button and press one of the arrow buttons. So the one with the horizontal line is the recall button? Mm -hmm. You can save up to four document on Lyric internal storage. To save a document, press and hold save button and one of the arrow buttons. And that's the save button with the vertical line. So it's actually very easy. Recall has the horizontal line. Save has the vertical line. Help is the round button kind of down between them. To the left of help is... When spelled. Spell button. And to the right is the voice button. And then down below that is the cursor cross. Pressed by sentence. By word. By sentence. When you hit left and right, let's see what left and right are supposed to do, because I think... When left arrow button is pressed, Lyric will read previous item. Press arrow up or arrow down key to select an item. When right arrow button is pressed, Lyric will read next item. Press arrow up or arrow down key to select an item. And I think we actually have this turned completely backwards, because to my right right now is the left arrow. So I think it's supposed to be this way, with the cursor Please cross on your top, document. which changes the entire orientation. Okay. So help is down here toward the bottom with okay. the other keys. That makes sense. I screwed up. <laughs> you can tell you're at the top because at the top is this USB-C port, I guess, Yep. that will charge it. And now I'll show you because I'm going to press the help button again. I'm going to press and hold help. It seems strange that you have to press and hold it. And I'm going to Actually, I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to press right arrow. When right arrow button is pressed, Lyric will read next item. Press arrow up or Because arrow if I don't care about that no more, you release the help you key release and stop it, talking. Exactly. Or I can do this horizontal button. In order to read one of four saved documents, press and hold recall button and press one of the arrow buttons. So recall is the horizontal line, save is the vertical line. Yep. Okay, so here's your thing back. So the bottom part, the pointy end of the triangle, it's kind of a triangular keypad. The is the bottom. The goes down. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> I was wrong. So disregard what I told her earlier about orientation. Here you go. I was wrong. So now you take the remote. Please you, place your document. you plop it on the back. Ooh. Or you shut it off. Which, let's see, if I'm right. Please place your document. Oh, you just turned the camera down. Let me yep. try that. <gasps> Look how cool it makes a chime. Let me take this off for a second. Flip up the camera. Please, pl please place your document. And then flip it 
down again. That's nice. So we put the that Oop, back on, it and it's in a safe little spot. In a safe little spot. So when it's on here, it's actually positioned properly. Right. So you can your you, help button is down here toward the bottom of the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can't seemingly press. Please help. place your document. Well, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Right. Well, you can't even press and hold help to get any kind of well, know, it's manual help. Thing, huh, okay. Which seems kind of interesting. I think you'd be able to, like, double tap it or something. I don't know. Anyway. I wonder how you turn it off. Well, I think I know. Press and hold the power button. I pressed and held it. We and got I these think, beeps. And I think it's off. <laughs> Let's see. Yep. It's off. <laughs> so you now, closed the camera. So now we're going to turn it back on. You can do the honors this time. Press and hold. Press and hold. It starts to beep. It does? Okay. It's supposed to. I wonder if it wasn't off quite quite just Let's yet. Let's see. I'm going to press and hold. Just pressing other keys to see what was going on. Maybe you just press. I thought I pressed and held before. Huh. I wonder if the camera has to be up before it turns on. Well, well, well. That's actually smart. <laughs> That's cool. Because <laughs> if the camera's, it won't turn on accidentally in a bag or something. I like it. I like it a lot. This is about a $2,000 device, y'all. Please place your document. Boom. And there you go. There you it, go. It's ready to scan and it's read ready. to you. It's ready that's, to go. That's the beautifulness of this device. <laughs> I want to see if it... Oop. If I don't throw it across the room. I want to see if it'll read. I can? No. Our key card envelope. Oh. <laughs> you mean the keys that are from the Marriott Hotel? <laughs> we brought our keys home with us. Oops. It happens all it the time. It does happen all the time. Let's see. Please place your document. Yeah, Please just, place your document. I just did. Oh, I think it's too small. You know, some of this might be, too, that it's... Oh, there we go. You got it. Welcome. Go further. Marriott Bonvoy members get free Wi-Fi, Stop. member rates, and more. End of text. There you go. So <laughs> Okay, so how'd you do that? It's just I put it in the center, kind of under where the camera is. And I had the cards in it to weigh it, which I did on purpose. Please yeah. place your documents. See, now watch. It's at the edge here, but the edge is nowhere Please near place your camera. Please place your documents. Uh-huh. So now we go like this. Turn it over. See if there's something on the other side. Let's see. How okay. Was... How'd you do that? Aha. Marriott. Bondi. Tap in. Check in. Make requests and more. Download our app now. International. Incorporated. All rights reserved. KPNM. ENBD. 519. End of text. That's cool. Awesome. So that just worked. And of course, I've got this thing like balancing on my <laughs> leg. It's not on a it's not flat surface. anywhere yet. We literally just took it out of the box, as y'all know. But... This is... This is the lyric. This is the lyric. I think we made a good purchase, don't you? I think so, too. So we were going to show you other stuff to read to you this week, but we will save that demo until next podcast. Absolutely. Hope you enjoyed learning about our new toys. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye! The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. 
If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.